0: I didn't think you'd come back. What, you thought I was just going to ride off into the sunset and pastor my nice little church in Vanier? (laughs) Not going to happen.
1: He's back! Been away. Now I'm back.
2: Good to be back.
0: I can't believe it. I just don't believe it. I'm freaking out! This is Late Night Council. We thought it best to break it to you slowly.
2: How about we get back to the important topic? Who's John
0: House? That's my grandpa!
2: We would be honored if you would
0: join us. Give it to me straight. It's perfect. It's unbelievable.
2: It's amazing. John, you're in charge.
0: Are you prepared to solve the problems of the world with me tonight, folks? Although, you know, since we last talked... It seems like you know some of the problems of the world have actually solved themselves. I'm quite shocked at the developments over the weekend. I'll get to that in a few moments, but I do want to remind you that whatever I bring to the program, whatever I want to talk about, and we usually end up talking about what I want to talk about. But that's why I have to remind you at the outset: this is open line, open topic. Do you have a, a burning in your bosom? Do you have a burr under your saddle? Is there something that 's just annoying you? Is there something that maybe you were you know been watching the news or listening to commentators and you thought you know nobody's talked about this yet. I need to call counsel tonight or Maybe it's been talked about, but it hasn't been talked about right. And you've got to set the record straight. Well, open line, open topic, you go for it right now. 343-700-4390. That is the Capital Region phone number. 343-700-4390. Okay? And if you're calling from far away places like Grumbler, Northwest Territories, Chewsville, Massachusetts, or California, Virginia, one 562 4766 That's 1-844-562-4766. This is the online edition of Late Night Council. Our program directors are our listening audience. We respond to you. What do you like? What do you not like? You let us know. That's how we gear the show. Now... I'm not one of these people that is swayed by moral relativism, okay? My convictions are not based on the whims of society. There are some things I feel very, very passionate about. But, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have your say. You are going to have your say. And we know that, you know, we don't have a show without you listeners, so I'll tell you, you listeners, you carry a lot of weight. And callers, oh, my, you carry more weight than the listeners do. You know, when callers are calling in, yeah, you got your say, and you can, can, to a great degree, you can chart the course of this program, not only in the short term. Term, like tonight, by calling in and talking about whatever you want to talk about, but in the long term as well, as far as your, your feelings on the program. Now, having said all that, if you want to get into the more philosophical, long term you know, concepts and stuff that you know of what you'd like to see and hear from the show, uh, jc at Now, if you want to comment on something or bring up something for the program, it's got to be under six lines, okay? If you want to have it read on the air, it's got to be under six lines, okay? jc at jc at You can Tweet at us, okay, at J W Council, and uh, let's have at her whatever you want to talk about. Let's go for it. I'll tell you, I think, I, I, and it depends on you know what you want to talk about and how the phone calls go. But I could talk about Brexit all night tonight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I was, I, oh my goodness. I mean. It, it, Here's the question for the night, and I threw it out on Twitter you know, just a, a, you know, a few minutes ago. If you follow me there, and, you know, give you a bit of a heads-up of what was coming on the program from my perspective okay, before you start calling it and taking over the show. Is this, the, this is the best news I can remember in the political world. It is. It really is. It's been a while. I can't remember the last time when, when there was such a, a, a victory for democracy, for freedom, for the will of the people. Over, you know, bureaucratic, politically correct slop. You got a nation, a first world nation, intelligent, clued in, a first world nation, tired of climate change idiocy, tired of, of uh, uh, bureaucratic rigor mortis, endless and meaningless regulations. Tired of being bullied by one world globalist fascists, and that's, you know, that's basically what they've been ruled by the last few years. They finally rose up and said, Enough of this, okay? We're tired of, you know, bailing out countries who, you know, refuse to get their political houses in order refuse to do you know substantially you know, good things for their economy. We're tired of people telling us what to do and we know you know we know how to run a good country. And all, and this is what I love about it all the left-wing pundits and pinheads are going apoplectic on this. I mean Justin Trudeau is just livid. Hillary Clinton is livid. Barack Obama, I mean anybody who loves control, and sees the common man as a means to their power is freaking out over this right now, okay? And I I just love it, you know? I I don't know, I don't... You know, and you can yell at me and scream at me and call in and call me names or whatever. But, you know, when it comes to politics, if Justin likes it, you know it's got to be bad. So, I mean, the fact that he's ticked off about this, oh my goodness. Now, uh, Donald Trump, okay? I mean, I would fit him into the category of you know he sees the common man as a means uh, you know to uh, power, but he's not freaking over this, uh, freaking out over this. He's quite happy. Okay, I, I love it when common people that you know are tired of being pushed around and bullied. I, I love it when they realize the power they have to strike back. I love it when when democracy takes on the purpose, it, it, it's, its highest purpose, representing what the people want. And not just, you know, rolling over and dying for every manipulative, deceptive, sleazy politician that will say anything and do anything to get elected. I and mean, This is just, as far as I'm concerned, this is gold. I am shocked. Now I'm no I mean all the you know the fear mongers, Oh, the economy's going to tank, the British pound's going to have parity with you know the Canadian and the American dollar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And we're all going to die because of climate change unless you give more money to David Suzuki, Al Gore and Elizabeth May and then everything'll be fine. And the mainstream media. Oh my goodness, the headlines. I mean, you would think the pulpit died. You would think the apocalypse was upon us front page national post scenes from a broken kingdom hey you know what i'd rather have a broken kingdom than no kingdom cuz that's what britain was looking at no control over their destiny whatsoever and if the stay side would have won i wonder you know would the national post have put out that headline scenes of a broken kingdom i get that broken What a bunch of hype, sensational hype artists. Would the headline have been dismal if Brexit had, you know, voted to to stay? You know, under the left-wing whack-job thumb of Brussels? Shannon, what's her name? Shannon somebody in The Citizen. She's quoted what she's got to say here. I got to see this. I misplaced it. Where is it here? Oh, yeah. Okay. The agenda, the Brexit agenda, the Leave side. She said their agenda was racist, stupid, and dishonest. Really? And she describes the Leave side as the rabid far right. I mean, what condescending left-wing, stuck-up, bullying, bourgeoisie, elitist, bullcrap so good to see these pinheads lose oh it's so good it's so good to see the common people come up to the elitist condescending arrogant snotty nose left and kick their butt do you get the impression i was delighted with the outcome absolutely delighted thrilled difficult to put into words how tickled pink I am over it. I think it's absolutely delightful. Absolutely delightful. Got all kinds. I mean, I I was clipping articles like crazy. Keith Spicer. You know, well-known left-wing pundit, you know. Always ready to take that, you know, that that left-wing side. Called it inbred... British paranoia his lead editorial for the papers and oh oh, just about I mean mainstream media loves their own okay and I mean I'm sure this got printed up in hundreds of papers worldwide the title was the evil forces behind Brexit this guy comes right out and says if you're voting to leave the EU and you're British you're evil what a, what a, I think the air gets to these people. It's just blow, it blows my mind. The condescension is just over the top. Deepening the free sovereign mindset, two 20th century world wars dragged a million British soldiers to their death. You know, it, it, this guy's blaming, this guy's blaming the death of millions of soldiers on British soldiers. Excuse me? That was their fault? Mr. Spicer? You know, I, I, thank God I'm still entitled to my opinion. I'm going to spread it right now. I think you're a left-wing, stuck-up whack job to even suggest such a thing. I mean, who do these people think they are calling the Leave It crowd, the Leave EU crowd, evil? The rabid far-right? right and blaming British's British uh, blaming you know millions of death uh, deaths on Britain's insecurity. As if Britain, as if it was Britain's fault that you know Adolf Hitler was Britain's fault, the Kaiser was Britain's fault. I mean, I can't believe these people you know actually get their stuff printed. And then he comments on Prime. This is Keith Spicer, okay. Comments on Prime Minister David Cameron says his dumbest move... Now, this just blows me away. If you want... if you, want, you will not find starker evidence that the left wing is always about control and taking away the rights of people. And they are just so smarter, so much smarter than the common man. And they know what's good for everybody. Just shut up and do what we tell you to do and let us take your money while we're doing it. He said... Prime Minister David Cameron's dumbest move was calling a referendum a sure way to make a motion, often fleeting, not ideas, decide Britain's future. You know what he means there? Oh yeah, the common people, we don't care about their ideas. The only de- ideas that matter are you know, those of us from the condescending, arrogant, left-wing elitists. Leftist, elitist, snotty-nosed, arrogant crap. Oh, you can't empower people. Oh, no, no, no. People are too dumb. No, no, no. People are just the peons to be fooled and manipulated and taxed. They're there to meet our power crazed totalitarian goals. That's what he's really saying there. And then he quotes, you know, in in his condescending, arrogant way, he quotes Maggie Thatcher. Okay, the left hates Maggie Thatcher. Oh my goodness, she is just like the evil witch of the West. Western culture. And Keith Spicer is mocking her when she says, said Margaret Thatcher, most of the problems the world has faced have come from mainland Europe. Well, you know what? Maggie was right, and Keith Spicer should have quoted her with reverence instead of ridiculing her. But he's trying to create this image that, all oh, Britain's got an insecurity problem, you know? And they're, they're the ones that are the real causes of turmoil in Britain. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 what drivel. What tripe. Absolutely mind-blowing. Ottawa Sun. It wasn't all bad in the papers, though. And I want to give you more of that. I'll give you a little bit before we got to go to commercial break here. Ottawa Sun today. And I found this very objective. You know, if you don't find it objective, you want to give me your opinion, that's what talk radio is about. You want to call in and tell me how, you know, Britain's finished, you know, in two years and economic doom and gloom. You better have a good argument because, you know, I'm not as easy to fool as your typical Ontario voter. The Brexit vote to leave the European Union, I'm quoting the Ottawa Sun over the weekend, The Brexit vote to leave the European Union that plunged UK politics, global stock markets, and the British pound into chaos Friday shows, isn't this great, listen to this, shows what happens when political elites ignore the ordinary people they claim to represent. I don't believe the left-wing elite represents the people at all. The people are just a means to their power and their social engineering experiments that they want to foist upon us. They don't care about good governance. They don't care about protecting jobs. They don't care about people succeeding and living in a healthy environment. It's all about power. Hey, you do what we tell you to do. We'll do the thinking. You just, you just elect us so we can tax the living daylights out of you, and get on with our whack job social experiments. Back to the Sun editorial. Some opponents of the Leave campaign accused it of pandering to racism and sparking anti-EU movements by far-right politicians in France and the Netherlands. And then the Sun wisely says, they'd be better advised to consider how they became so detached from the people they claim to represent. Yeah, they would be better off, wouldn't they? But that would require humility. That would require maybe some common sense. That would require, you know, them governing from a position of intelligence instead of crazed ideological nonsense. So glad they voted to leave. Oh, man. I can't remember when I was so thrilled about a political... I mean, it has restored my hope in the future. It really has. I did not expect this. I thought, oh, they'd cave and they'd go in, and you know, more regulations, more trillions wasted on, you know, climate change idiocy, more countries giving up their sovereignty for the sake of, you know, some elitists that, uh, you know, think that globalism and a one world government is going to just solve every problem, more misrepresentation of people's values and freedoms and liberties. But good old Britain just turn around and kicked those elitists in the butt. Oh, I just love it. Just love it. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Give me an opinion. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-800-562-4766. That's one 1-800- 800 1-844, sorry, 1-844-562-4766 if you can keep it under six lines JC at Late Night Council you can tweet at us at JW Council I got loads more on this tonight I really do there's more dumb things that have been written about this in the papers and online and there's some, you know what, There's thank God there's some pretty intelligent things too and I'm going to share the best with you when we get back and I hope you got your best for the show as well yeah, you could you could affect change. You know if you're smart. And you can remember the numbers I just gave you. 343 700 4390 We're right back after these important messages. Stay with us. <laughs>
2: We often hear about the supposed dangers of human-induced climate change. But what about the disastrous consequences of climate policy? For example, the closing of Ontario's coal stations was the single most important cause of the 318% rise in power rates since 2002. Thousands of industrial wind turbines are being erected across the province, killing birds and bats and ruining the lives of people living nearby. The expanded use of biofuels has led to 6.5% of the world's grain going to fuel instead of food. Only 6% of the $1 billion spent every day on climate finance goes to helping people today. The rest is dedicated to trying to stop climate change that may someday happen. Yet the reports of the non-governmental international panel on climate change show that the science backing the climate scare is highly uncertain. Isn't it time we focused on problems we know to be real? This message is brought to you by ClimateScienceInternational.org.
0: but fix it right the first time. Irwin's out of motion. 34, Cleopatra. Tell him council sent you. That'll make him smile. Welcome back. It is open line, open topic, all the way to eleven o'clock. But uh, the host is quite excited over the political developments that uh, happened over the weekend, with uh, the United Kingdom voting to leave the European Union, which has been just a political mishmash mess. And the reason is being they're using they're using old communist leftist ideology. To try and solve the problems of Europe. You would think, you know, you would think, you know, they would have learned their lesson with the breakup of the Soviet Union. No, 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 no. It's just so good to see freedom and liberty get a, you know, win a victory for a change. It's been so long. All these globalists and these climate change fascists and 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 the rest of the you know, these left wing wackos that want control, and they hate the common people. they really do okay, call in and prove me otherwise. Look at Venezuela. my goodness, Venezuela's living in poverty, and they're, they you know they were described you know as 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 uh, uh, only you know five, six years ago. By the mainstream leftist press in North America as being, oh, just a you know a socialist paradise, people starving in Venezuela because of these ill thought- out, broken down uh, proven ineffective economic p- policies, and the eu was just like that, only you know a hundred times larger. Stick a fork in the EU. I mean, let's move on with, you know, be Europe becoming, you know, the, the continent that it used to be. There's still time to do it. Not all the pundits, like I said, were spewing anti-freedom and hate over the weekend. Anthony Fury, you know, who usually writes on local things, but, you know, even local pundits were... were. Uh, um, and national pundits, everybody had something to say about Brexit this weekend, and I want to hear what you want to say, What you have to say as well. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. It's open line, open topic. You want to go in another direction? That's that's okay. But boy, I'm loaded on this. I really am. I think I may go two hours on this tonight. Three four. But that's going to be up to you. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four LNC is on. That's one eight four four five six two four seven six six. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. JC at LateNightCouncil.com and uh, JW Council is the Twitter feed. Anthony Fury. And he's, you know he brings in Trudeau and talks about Trudeau in his comments here, which I think is very insightful. Trudeau's global cocktail circuit shtick is suddenly out of favor. I mean, just Justin Trudeau's been the darling of the globalists. And the United Nations crowd. Oh, they just love this guy. This guy, listen, and we already know from the things he said and the way he's, you know, the policies he's trying to bring into Canada. Globalism is ten times more important to Justin Trudeau than Canada is. The planet, and so-called saving the planet, and working for a one world is way more important to him than whether, you know, we have a great society here in Canada. That's where his heart is. His heart is in the UN, folks. It's not in Canada. His dad was like that as well. In fact, his, dad, his dad's dream was to be you know, the, the head of a one-world government based in the UN. His dad fantasized about that. And there's no question you know, he drummed those values into Justin. Justin doesn't know how to run a country. He doesn't even know how to run the world. But he's got this fantasy that, you know, that, that, that I mean, you talk narcissism on steroids, man. Back to Anthony Fury's words here. The UK in the EU, in the eyes of many residents, became multilateralism at its worst. Instead of historically strong countries proudly defending their values on the world stage they became besaged with a moral relativism that let the lowest common denominator of policy and culture triumph throughout the union and that philosophy is what's that's what's at the core of, of uh, uh, uh the Trudeau doctrine the Justin Trudeau doctrine oh you didn't think he was smart enough to have a doctrine well he doesn't he I mean he isn't but he has he is devolved into you know this is what this guy's all about he is a globalist first. And this is, a, I'll tell you, he's not making a big thing about it, but his inner core, the, you know, the Gerald Butzes and the people that work close with him, okay, they are crushed over this. This is not what was on their agenda whatsoever. I love the headline, by, uh, the best headline. Here was the best headline over the weekend, okay? And I noticed the headline before I started reading. I thought, oh, wow, yeah, that's it right there. That's perfect. Candace Malcolm, Saturday Sun. The western world is freer and the elites hate it. That's the headline. In my opinion, that's the best headline of the weekend right there. The western world is freer and the elites hate it. Well, I can't give you I can't give you the headline without giving you a little bit of the article here. I got to share a little bit of it with you. A clear majority of U.K. voters chose to reestablish sovereignty and independence over the EU's tight bureaucratic grip. They chose an elected government in London over international mandates from Brussels. Yeah, that's pretty clear. Can't disagree with that. You can. If you want to call in and give me the other side, please. I'm just warning, you better have your act together before you come on the air with me. But I'd love to hear the side that you know is you know howling at the moon and going out of their mind because Britain chose freedom and liberty and sovereignty over outside control and bureaucratic nonsense and meaningless regulations. More of Candace Malcolm. The idea of an economic union in Europe was appealing in theory. In practice, however, freer trade came bundled with a legion of bureaucrats. Endless regulation and top-down social engineering. That's the left's answer to everything. More government. Bigger government. More regulations. More offices. More bureaus. More ministries. More departments. What's their answer to the problems of the world? Bigger government. And you can't have bigger government unless you tax people up the yin-yang. Candace Malcolm continues. Counter to the very purpose of the EU, Europe's economic power has waned significantly over the past few decades. Instead, insiders and special interest groups built an overbearing and undemocratic political machine. The EU has become a modern dystopia, wielding far too much power and failing to deliver on its basic economic promises. It's been an utter catastrophe, especially economically. And thank God there was a group of people in Europe that were smart enough to realize their opportunity. Okay, th- like, like Patrick Stewart said on Star Trek The Next Generation, the line must be drawn here. And they drew it. God bless them. Three four three seven hundred forty-three ninety, if you want to get in on this. Or you want to take it in another direction. Am I ticking you off? Are you getting too much of this? Is it overkill? Well you can stop it in a second by going in another direction. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe you're even more excited about this than I am. And, you know, you want to you know go crazy over this as well, let me know what you think. Either way, it's open line, open topic, all the way to 11 o'clock, 343 700 That's 343 700 4390 That's one Now, we have been playing an information update, you know, at our top of the hour and the bottom of the hour. Our information musical internet, you need to hang around for this. I know sometimes you get a sandwich, but you know there's some really, really important information coming up here. And we're talking about what's going to be happening on Late Night Council the next two or three weeks when I'm on vacation. It's important stuff. You stay right where you are, okay? And we'll be right back after that. Stay with us. oh, this is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or one 562 4766 That's one lnc is on You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil.com. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Hey, it's time for me to start telling you what we're doing here on the show July 1st to July 15th. Starting Friday, July 1st, we're going to be playing our best shows for two weeks that we've done in the last six weeks since we started this online adventure here at late night our next live show after july 1st will be monday july the 18th and don't forget you can download all our shows for podcast anytime Tunein.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us late night stay with us Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun, because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 700 4390. That's 343 700 4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1 562 That's long distance. 1 844 562
1: 4766.
0: Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at late for more details. back. 343-700-4390. Get rid of that echo there. Did you hear that echo? Are you listening closely? Whenever you hear that echo, when I come back from a commercial, that means I forgot to push a button. And then I hear the echo and I push the button. It reminds me. 343-700-4390. Open line, open topic, all the way to 11 o'clock. That's 343 4390 1 844 That's long distance. That's 1 562 4766. If you're listening from Stockholm, Saskatchewan, Hasty, Colorado, or Sunspot, New Mexico, 1 562 4766. I am quite surprised that I'm reacting to the Brexit vote. I did not anticipate the victory for democracy and liberty that we have seen over the weekend. And that's exactly what it is. It has almost made me believe that anything is possible. It's, it's made me believe that we may be able to end this hostage crisis that's been going on in Ontario. The people of Ontario held hostage for how long now? 11, 12 years? By an elitist left-wing political machine that doesn't know, doesn't have a clue how to run a how to province or an economy, and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. The people of Britain finally just got fed up. They got fed up with with uh, you know regulations and taxation and 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 uh, uh, loony-tuned climate change policies. They said, "We want our country back." I'm hoping and praying for a movement here in Ontario where, you know, people rise up and say, hey, didn't we used to be the economic engine that drove the country? I want my province back. Hey, maybe it can happen. And do I have to remind you, and I... I, I, If you're just tuning in, you really got to listen to the podcast. If I got a chance to reset some of the comments that were made by some of the more intelligent uh, pundits out there? Because, you know, there were pundits and left-wing mainstream media uh, editorialists that were, I mean, they were using the most condescending, arrogant, bigoted words to describe what has happened in Britain. And do I have to remind people that the anti-freedom elitist agenda that Britain voted a resounding no against. That's what's driving Justin Trudeau. That's at the core of the Justin Trudeau, for lack of a better term, doctrine. This condescending, oh, we're smarter than you. Oh, don't tell us what you want. We know what you want. We know better than you do. Just give us your money and your vote, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do you right. Oh, they're doing us but not in the right that, you know, anybody anticipated. It's what drives the Trudeau Doctrine. It's what it's what's driven the mcginty wind Doctrine for the last dozen years here in this province as well. And they're continually empowered by voters. You know? Voters keep voting them in. And you've heard me time and time again for years, if you've listened to my program— What's worse than a thieving, deceptive, inept politician? People that keep voting for them. And they've had that in Britain. Well, the voters finally got smart. The voters finally wised up and realized, hey, we can make this thing change here. Another victory that came out of this that people didn't anticipate. And Laurie Goldstein gave legs to this. Of this, there's all sorts of victories that have happened because of this Brexit vote. And not, there's not a lot of people in mainstream media that are admitting this, but it's true. And you know, get it out there. This Brexit vote is a colossal failure for the climate change fascists as well. Huge. In fact, I would suggest for the climate change fascists that have taken over a trillion dollars out of the economy. To fund lame-brain technologies that are nowhere near where they have to be to, make, you know, to have any benefit of, of uh, being certainly not more economical. They're not impacting the climate at all. This is a huge setback for them. Let me give you a little Lori Goldstein's piece here. While climate change wasn't an issue in the referendum campaign. A recent poll of 1,618 people divided evenly between the Leave and Remain supporters in Britain by marketing research firm ComRes found that the Leave voters, almost twice as likely, they were almost twice as likely to believe climate change is not caused by humans as the Remain voters. So the people that believe that, nah, we're not causing climate change at all. They're the ones that won here. Oh, council, you don't believe in climate change. Of course I believe in climate change. Climate that's what climate does. Climate's been changing since creation. But the left wing, manipulative, totalitarian fascists have fooled you into believing that we're causing it. And they throw around these deceptive, stupid like Oh, percent of scientists. Ninety seven percent of scientists don't agree on anything there is never there has never been any any reliable poll of of any credibility that has ever polled the scientific community on this but they don't care about voters voters are not to be listened to voters are to be manipulated voters are to be kind of herded like sheep you know so we can fleece them take their will and you know continue on with our globalist one world social engineering experiments unproven, untried, long-term consequences, never thought of for a second, but we got power so we can do whatever we want. That's how they operate. Well, they got their butts kicked over the weekend. Absolutely delightful. Now, this is not just about You know, England, if you think it's just about England, because there's a lot of mainstream media pundits and editorialists that are trying to play this down as just a bump in the road to globalism and, you know, UN and EU control. You know, people's sovereignties and sovereign nations, you know, barriers crumbling for the sake of an elite few that want control over everything. They're downplaying this. But what you may not be hearing in mainstream media, that this has already started a domino effect across the European Union. And I think it's fantastic. We could, best case scenario, the total dissolution of the European Union. And countries getting back their sovereignty. And countries that are run well prospering and doing well. And countries that do not have their economic house in order. And countries that have you know run their countries with some of the dumbest policies paying for it by going bankrupt instead of having some of them bail, out, bail them out all the time. I mean that's why we've got a basket case of economy in the, in Ontario because the feds keep bailing us out. We keep going further and further and further into debt, and instead of doing the right thing and saying to the provinces, you know, that are squandering their their federal handouts, hey, you don't get any more money till you get your economic house in order. The feds are afraid to do that because they know that will cost them politically. They'll be painted by mainstream leftist media as oh, just so greedy and against health care and against you know. Uh, 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 Against such progressive ideas. Well, this has caused a domino effect in the European Union. I'm quoting Tyler Durden, okay? This is off of ZeroHedge.com. ZeroHedge feeds all sorts of credible news uh, services around the world. It appears, just as we warned, That Brexit was indeed the first of many dominoes even before the Brexit result. A poll by Ipsos Mori showed that the majority, listen to this, the mainstream media is not reporting this, the majority of people in France and Italy want to at least have a referendum as well on them leaving the European Union. Did you ever dream that would happen? France and Italy? Well, there's more. Meanwhile, over 40% of Swedes, Poles, and Belgians are in the same boat. But now, as Martin Armstrong notes, Brussels simply went too far. They crossed the line, moving from an economic union to a political subordination of Europe. Now, eight, count them, eight, there's only 28 countries in the European Union. Now, eight more countries want to hold referendums to exit the EU, and they are as follows. France, and I posted this, okay? This is on, if you want to read the, and you need to read the entire article. It goes into far more detail than I have time for tonight. On Twitter. Here's the eight countries. France, Holland, Italy, Austria, Finland, Hungary, Portugal, and Slovakia. All could leave within the next six months. They're all pushing hard. For referendums. They've seen what England has done and they've actually woken up and they thought, what? We got a choice? We can actually do that? You mean we don't have to be we don't have to do everything our distant bureaucratic infested with red tape rulers say we have to do? You mean we could actually we could actually be heard? We can actually, you know, have a say in how our countries are run? You gotta be kidding. Hey, if they do it, we wanna do it too. Maybe we should call this movement the European Spring. Oh, wouldn't that be fun, eh? European Spring! Shouting out for democracy is sweeping Eastern, uh, sweeping uh, uh, throughout Western Europe and parts of Eastern Europe as well. Kathy and Marmer, I see you there. You're going to get on the air. I promise you. Okay? I got time for you, but I, I didn't want to go to you before the messages because you wouldn't get enough time. At least, you wouldn't get the time that you deserve. When we come right back, Kathy's going to be on the line. You're going to be listing. In fact, oh, you know what? We are so technologically here. we can actually take your call, and you can go on hold, and you can be on the on-deck circle, okay? But you got to call the numbers first, 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. This is Late Night Council. Right back after these very important matches. Stay with us.
1: Time is here. It's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byward Market and 3091 Strandhurst Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's frozen yogurt, we make you smile.
2: We often hear about the supposed dangers of human-induced climate change. But what about the disastrous consequences of climate policy? For example, the closing of Ontario's coal stations was the single most important cause of the 318% rise in power rates since 2002. Thousands of industrial wind turbines are being erected across the province, killing birds and bats and ruining the lives of people living nearby. The expanded use of biofuels has led to 6.5% of the world's grain going to fuel instead of food. Only 6% of the $1 billion spent every day on climate finance – goes to helping people today. The rest is dedicated to trying to stop climate change that may someday happen. Yet the reports of the non-governmental international panel on climate change show that the science backing the climate scare is highly uncertain. Isn't it time we focused on problems we know to be real? This message is brought to you by ClimateScienceInternational.org. <laughs>
0: As promised, here's Kathy and Marmara. Kathy, can you hear me?
3: I can, John. Can you hear
0: me? I can hear you loud and clear. It's absolutely perfect. You're coming through as clear as a bell. So what do you think of this Brexit Uh,
3: thing here? Well, I'm as excited as you are. (laughs) Question for you. First, I have a few quotes, but first the question. Do you think maybe Justin Trudeau will stop referring to Canada as a post-nation state? Um you think it's made him nervous?
0: You know what? <laughs> he's hard to read. Because I believe him. I don't think he's that smart. I don't think he thinks that deep. Okay? He says whatever Gerald Butts and the rest of his handlers tell him to say. I think he's as deep as a mud puddle. I really do. Okay? So, no, I don't think he's going to stop saying that. Because he's hardwired for that. He was hardwired by his dad. You know, that's where he's coming from. That's his ideology. I don't think he's creative enough or he's got a high IQ enough to even deviate from that, you know, that uh, 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 pre mantra that he's memorized since he was, you know, probably nine.
3: Well, before I get to these few quotes, I, I'd love to share with you. That leads to question number two. Do you think that maybe the Brexit campaign, has helped educate people around the world, and when he does refer to Canada that way, that more people will understand what that really means. Uh,
0: I us. I don't think I, I honestly don't think people are going to no. pick up on that. I think I, I don't think uh. our I don't think our voting public here in Canada is smart enough to do that. I don't think they're perceptive enough to start uh, to do that. I think they're still sheep, and I think uh, none of them are paying attention. And I think uh, that uh, Justin Trudeau and Kathleen Wynne are still having you know their free reign to spend like uh, like uh, nobody's ever spent before to plunge the country and the province into even further debt and to continue on with unproven, uh, insane social engineering experiments. I have not seen a groundswell any evidence of a groundswell but one could hope i mean this has been so inspiring that's hap- what's happened over well, the weekend maybe just maybe you know the lights just might come on and people might realize that they actually have a voice that there is a there is a, a, a semblance of democracy left where we can you know take charge of our own destiny and you know have the country have the province you know the way we want it to be ruled the way we want it to be instead of you know the condescending arrogant garbage that they're always telling us you know well this is better for you and we know better than you do the problem is they do know better than us because nobody in the in in the electorate in canada particularly ontario is thinking about these things you know i mean i've never seen i don't know if there's dumber voters in, in in the free world than in the province of ontario
3: I've seen some. I've seen some reactions on Twitter that, that have given me hope. But this this vote, this referendum, really pleased me. I had to smile. I was watching during the run up to it, and um, actually, I don't know if you've seen it, but there was an article written by um, an exclusive to the Trib Live by John Bolton. Do you remember him?
0: No, I don't. The American
3: ambassador, former American ambassador to the UN.
0: Don't remember, you don't remember Kathy, John sorry. Bolton.
3: No, and his clo- anyway, he was supporting the uh, the leave campaign. and in his closing remarks, this was written on June the eleventh so and he said very clearly in his closing paragraph, it is in America's interest that Brexit succeed as a clear signal to the supporters of global governance that their seemingly inexorable progress has come to a dramatic stop.
0: I hope the guy's right.
3: and so. <laughs> Well, what was interesting, I was watching the results come in, and once the uh, major um, British broadcasters had declared a victory, um, I was watching the tweets coming out. And one came from Elizabeth May. Did you see the one from her? No, I
0: didn't. What would she say?
3: And she said, I am proud to know how hard Greens in the U.K. campaigned for Remain. This is shattering. So she described it as shattering.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? And that's but, why I'm that's so why that I'm was... giddy. That's why I'm giddy <laughs> with excitement. You know, all these globalists that yeah. want control got their butts kicked. And and I just I just I am just loving what I'm seeing here.
3: Well, and she basically said that yes, what John Bolton had said on the 11th of June, he was. She basically proved him correct. And then I noticed that just today there was a piece in um, the New American it's an online publication, mm-hmm. about Sarah Palin. And she, you know, in her statement, she said that after I read the that historic one. British Brexit vote... I read that one. for the United... Did you read that one? Yes, so I did, I did, but please... But, but, but please chat about yep. other countries leaving the UN. Uh,
0: uh, Kathy, yes? could you repeat that again? I want people to hear Sarah Palin's quote on this. Go ahead again.
3: Yeah, she said that after the historic British Brexit vote... To leave the European Union super-state, it it is time for the United States to take a lesson from the Brits and exit the United Nations.
0: I couldn't agree with her more. I the
3: the, the, the United Nations but, you know, is not, the United Nations
0: the United Nations has been a has been a disastrous failure, and and. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I think a new league of free nations needs to be established, okay, where, you know, there's a, there's a uh, where there's real, you don't belong to this, the, the, to, the, to the new league, unless there is real democracy and real freedom. And, you know, the rights of individuals are, are uh, recognized, as opposed to, you know, the, the, the despots, totalitarians, fascists, bigots, and racists that the United Nations is filled with.
3: Well, I, I can't say anything <laughs> to disagree with you, but, you know, I am I was looking at, too, during the Brexit, um, the votes and the way that the votes were coming in, and a lot of other people were looking at this. I noticed twi- tweets online, and there was commentaries about how it appeared to be split, a lot of it, along social class, like, so that the lower income, lower class people, and they referred to it as a peasant's revolt for this reason. Yeah, um, it was like the average people. I mean, the condescending
0: were... the, the condescending vocabulary used by the left wing elitists here is deplorable. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely deplorable. Mm-hmm. Who the heck do they think mm-hmm. they are using those kind of words? You know, uh, coming against the sovereignty of people that just were fed up with being bullied.
3: Well, that's right, and we heard lots of people using the global governance phrase. So there was lots of that. You've seen lots of it. I saw less of it reinterpreted as international environmental governance, which is how I've heard it described as well in the past, and lots of people referred to it as a globalist, elitist agenda. And you even hear people refer to it as an an economic, environmental, and social agenda. But what I was looking at here that that you and I should get into sometime, because in the U.S., you hear lots of people who are fighting this global agenda, and they refer to it as the three pillars of sustainability, this global agenda. But in Canada, most of the local sustainability plans, they have that new fourth pillar. And I really think that the people in in Britain... They'd had just about enough of that fourth pillar, and that's cultural. And it's the cultural pillar that I think you and I should have a real good chat about someday because that includes the new spiritual values. The oh, cultural sure. And spiritual?
0: Sure. As, and and, you and know, it, so. it's, it's, you know, the, the breakdown of the traditional family based on the whims of a culture. You know, and we're engaging in we're engaging in we're instituting laws that have no long. Nobody's even even talked about the long term consequences because there are no long term consequences. And anybody that says, "Oh, we're going to be going to be all right, going to be all right," how do you know that? How do you know we're not looking at the total breakdown of civilization two or three generations from now with what we're engaging in, particularly when it comes to the breakdown of the family.
3: Well, gee whiz, John! I, I don't know if it would take two or three generations. I mean, even in our rinky-dink rural little area here, we're seeing the effects of the culture and spiritual transformation. Like it is huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that is a huge part of the war. I know the, the abandoning. The abandoning it is just huge.
0: The abandoning of moral mm-hmm. absolutes. I mean, you can justify just about whatever a heinous g- crime you want. You know. Because the measuring can't. stick is not moral absolutes anymore. anymore It's the whim of the people. It's like two wolves and a sheep deciding what's going what they're going to have for dinner. You know? Oh yeah, well this is right. This is the majority. No, this is not majority. This is mob rule. Okay.
3: Well, when you get into the consensus process for imposing all of this stuff, it's worse than, than the two wolves and a sheep because you know there's there's you don't even have the sheep at the table. But, uh, you know, I've taken you off topic. I'm sorry. I called No, no, it's open line. Don't worry about it. it. This is all tied together because you see that, you know, there's been some chatter about the climate change and what it could do to the <laughs> Paris Climate Treaty, but what it could do to the overall sustainable development agenda, of which the climate change is a part, okay? <laughs> and I the quote from Elizabeth May just meant so much to me because she was such a fan of Mulroney, and I remember, I'm sure that it was her that said that he saved the Convention on Biodiversity, and it's under that convention that comes all the cultural and spiritual, the New Age spiritual, all of the multiculturalism, so, you know, it's, it's a fascinating chat, but it's a whole new topic for us to go into, and I won't, I won't hog your airtime.
0: Well, you got to promise Where me we, to call. You we're gotta...
3: overdue, it's been a long time, right? Kathy, Kathy, <laughs> you've
0: got to promise me to call in, and we'll go down that road sometime. You know, I mean, well, we're open. Kathy, Kathy, we're open line, open mm-hmm. topic. You can, you know, you could go down that road anytime you want. Okay, although you can't well, now you because can we've got to, we've got to go, we've got to go to a break I right now. Okay, appreciate you calling right, in, Kathy. Nice though, to talk
3: to you yep. again, John. Wonderful talking to you, Bye. Kathy.
0: Good having you on. You too. Three four
3: three three four
0: three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. And if you're calling from. Hungerford, Ontario. If you're calling from Power, Montana, or Difficult, Tennessee. one 562 4766 That's one 562 4766 Now, as mentioned, you know, the last time we did our information musical interlude, it's been updated. There's important information on there. You can't just kind of relax and, you know, I'm, I'm taking a break. I know that, okay? But we put together... Some important info, info you got to know concerning upcoming shows in the next week or two, okay? So you listen closely, and we'll be right back after that with hour number two. Stay with us. This is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343 700 4390 in Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec, or 1 562 4766. That's 1 LNC is on. You can email me, jc at com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at JW Council. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Hey, it's time for me to start telling you what we're doing here on the show July 1st to July 15th. Starting Friday, July 1st, we're going to be playing our best shows for two weeks that we've done in the last six weeks since we started this online adventure here at late night our next live show after july 1st will be monday july the 18th and don't forget you can download all our shows for podcasts anytime TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us late night stay with us Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun, because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And one 562 4766 That's long distance. one 562 4766 Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. Number two, if you're just joining us, oh my goodness, did you miss a good first hour. Oh, almost all the discussion revolved around Brexit and the amazing breath of fresh air for freedom and democracy and liberty that the Brexit result has produced. What a victory. And the left-wing, elitist, condescending, arrogant, bourgeoisie, big government controllers are freaking out. They're really upset. Hillary's upset. Barack Obama's upset. Justin Trudeau is upset. (laughs) Unbelievable, huh? I mean, like that the people could actually, you know, take back their country like that. And anybody that's saying, oh, gloom and doom, oh, it's going to, you know, Britain's going to fall apart. You know it's going to fall apart? I'll tell you what's going to fall apart. The European Union's going to fall apart, and it needs to fall apart. Because you've had inept bureaucrats forcing healthy countries to lower their common denominator for the sake of, you know, I mean, their union is more important than, you know, rewarding success and hard work. And countries that should have got their economic act together long ago have been bailed out for decades. And now you've got eight countries in the European Union all wanting referendums now. France, Holland, Italy, Austria, Finland, Hungary, Portugal, and Slovakia. They're all wanting referendums. They've all seen you know uh, what Britain was able to do, and they're thinking, man, you mean we can get out of this thing? We can get out of this bureaucratic nightmare? You mean we can get out of the nonsense forced upon us by Brussels? Darn right. We want to take that chance. We want a referendum, too. Can you imagine us getting out of the United Nations? Oh, man. One can only dream. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. 4390 That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 is the long-distance line. That's one 844 562 4766. Eric has emailed me here. JC at late If you want to email me. JC at latenightcouncil.com. Hey JC. They're calling me JC on the air now. My name is John, folks. Okay. My email address is JC at late night council. But that's my initials. I do have a name. You want to call me JC? Okay, that's fine. But my my name is John. Hey JC. Could this be the start of the right wing taking back power? It would be nice if Britain's common sense would spread to other countries. We sure could use some of it here, what seems to be spreading. And I wouldn't, you know, I don't define it as the right wing taking power. I define it as people taking power, as opposed to the arrogant, condescending, you know, liberal elitists that we've got, for instance, leading our country and our province right now. I mean, there's no, I mean, they're talking about uh, 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 voter reform, the feds, right now. And it's just, a, it's just a disguised piece of legislation to try to keep themselves in power forever. And there was talk of a national referendum on voter reform. There's no way that's going to happen now. There's no way. Because liberal elitists that are entrenched in power, okay, like Justin Trudeau, they see, they see how much their power is threatened when you empower people with a referendum. And he does not want to lose any kind of control. He has got a stranglehold on power in this country right now, and there's no way he wants anybody thinking for a second that, oh, yeah, well, you know, we don't want the people to speak. No way. Keith Spicer, another left-wing elitist that lives in Paris, was, you know, part of the left-wing elitist intelligentsia, particularly in media here in Canada for decades before he moved over there, called David Cameron's plan to have a referendum a dumb idea. Because that's the way left wing elitists think. You know, when you empower people and give them the right to govern themselves, that's a dumb idea. Because left wing elitism wants control, it takes away people's rights. You know, it bends bends the vocabulary and makes people think that they've got rights when they don't have any rights at all. They are dictating policy, they are spending money, they are going further and further into debt and not being held accountable for it whatsoever and fooling people into thinking that you know paying your bills and having a healthy economy somehow that's that's you know anti-social in some way and yet they've got ontario believing that and they've got most of canada believing that right now but i would suggest as long as justin and trudeau is in power in canada this is this is killing any any ideas for any you know any possibilities of referendum over voter reform and that's a dangerous dangerous legislation coming down the pike that hardly anybody's paying attention to. 343 That's 343 700 is the number to call. just an article in the paper today. Yeah, just, just, I, I'm giving you a little bit of a intellectual break here. Maybe you want to have some fun with this. I don't know. I mean, if you want to react, like, hey, Council, we don't care about that. Get on with the important stuff. But it, it just caught me, you know, because did you see this in The Citizen today, those of you that are listening in the capital region? This made front-page news. I can't, this made front-page news! Maybe mainstream media is so embarrassed and, you know, so upset, you know, that they want to get people's mind off of the implications of the Brexit vote and the, and the victory for liberty and freedom. And national sovereignty. So they put this tripe on the front of the paper. Couple marks 40th wedding anniversary where it all began. Front page. This couple celebrates their 40th anniversary at Algonquin because they met at Algonquin when they were kids. Hey, look at I'm as pro marriage as anybody. That's a nice story. But on the front page, are you kidding me? People have 40th anniversaries all the time. And oh, wasn't it nice? They went back to where they met. Oh, brother. Why am I even commenting this? I've been married for 35 years. I got as happy a marriage as anybody. I'd stand up my marriage to anybody's, okay? I'm a very, very happily in love married man. We've been married 35 years. And Heather and I, we met at college as well. That's where we met. That's where it all began. You think I'm going to celebrate my 35th anniversary there? Are you kidding me? You think I'm going to celebrate my 40th anniversary there? No way, man. We're going to a private suite at Mont Tremblant. We're going to Myrtle Beach. We're going somewhere that's romantic. Oh, look at this! Here's the cafeteria. Yeah, you want to go for a stroll there sometime? You know, look at here's where we're But I, anyway, that's just me. Little bit of a side there. A little bit of a little bit of an intellectual interlude during the program tonight. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety one eight four four. Five six two four seven six six, and uh, um, I don't mean to apologize for introducing this next uh, story here, and it is open line, open topic. You can talk about whatever you want. We may go back to Brexit. We'll see. Okay, depending on what you want to do as far as calls and emails and uh, uh, tweets are concerned. But if you're listening in the capital region, and, and uh, I kind of apologize because we got—I'll tell you—our our national audience is growing. I'll tell you how much it's growing. Friday night on Freebie Fridays, we broke the record for most calls we've had since we've been online. Now, that's kind of cool, but what is even crazier, and how am I supposed to interpret this? We, in fact, we can even talk about this if you want. Because I don't have to answer to any corporate you know, entity that's worried about us uh, tilting ratings or anything. Okay, We, we could be pretty transparent and yak about whatever we want here. Friday night, we got more calls from Windsor, Ontario than we did from Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec. I'm not kidding you. Now, I got my start on radio in Windsor, on CKWW, okay? We were on Sunday night, did Ask the Pastors with my dad there. And when I was in Windsor, our Sunday night show, including Detroit radio stations, okay, we had the number one rated show of any kind on the weekend, okay? So we did really, really, we we just, we tore up the Windsor-Detroit market. And that's like, that's like 35 years ago. And I've had the pleasure of being able to go back there on a lot of speaking engagements because I get invited back to speak at things. And and uh, the, the appetite for this show is as hot as fire down there. And we got more calls from Windsor, Ontario, Friday night than we got in Ottawa. It's crazy. And my prizes that I give away on Friday night are, you know, Ottawa-based businesses. So I, I can't, you know... I mean, they're participating. They're fooling around with us. They're having fun. And they know they're not even going to get a prize because, you know, I can't. I can't. Uh, it's local businesses sponsoring them. So that's quite remarkable. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because of this next story, because this next story is kind of like Ottawa based. But the implications, I'm sure people in Windsor and Alberta and California and Florida and, and various other places where we know people are listening to the story, you know, know, of you know this type of nonsense going on. This is this is globalism and climate change wackoism again. It's the left wing liberal elites wanting to exercise control. It's the left wing liberal elites engineer, you know, doing another social engineering experiment. Here in Ottawa, they've gone bicycle crazy. They think, you know, the, world, the way to peace, prosperity, and utopia is, is to get people out of their cars and have them riding bikes. So we got a new law here in Ottawa that if you're in your car, you have to stay at least a full meter away from a bike on the road in Ottawa. And if you're caught within that space, you're going to get a ticket and you're going to get two demerit points. Doesn't matter if the bike is hogging the lane. Doesn't matter if the bike is being obnoxious, twit. You get within a meter, you're going to get a ticket. Now, why is that? Okay, and they're going to give you a lot of stupid. You know, environmental reasons that are just a bunch of claptrap. We're not having any more impact on the on the climate than a, a you know a spit in a hurricane. In fact, I think a spit in a hurricane would have more impact on a hurricane than bikes in Ottawa have on you know climate change in any way. The real reason is because the left wing elitists they hate cars. They hate everything that cars represent. And we've had this discussion often on the program, but those of you tuning in, you may not have heard the discussion, so I don't mind repeating it, at least a little bit of it. What do you mean they hate cars? Cars represent everything that the left hates. And when it comes you know, to a legal confrontation with this new law we've got in Ottawa, the bikes are going to win in any legal confrontation with a car, Okay, no matter how rude they are. And oh my goodness, I mean, I have never seen more rude cyclists in my life than what we have in downtown Ottawa. Especially these bozos that are delivery guys. Now they're empowered with this law, they're just looking, they're just looking to cause trouble. I know they are. They will cut you off, they will, they will sit in front of you and stall you. I mean, they will have you going out of your mind. And we have often taken calls, you know, from people that have had the same experiences that I have. When I was downtown. Thank God I don't have to drive downtown anymore and put up with them. But back to the left hating cars. They hate cars because cars represent ownership. They represent individuality. They represent freedom. They represent accomplishment. I mean, what's a thrill for a kid? I, you know, I was talking to a kid just this weekend. You know what he got for graduating high school? His dad bought him a car. A 2007 used car, looks in great shape. This kid, I mean, he's just gone over the moon. But the left hates that. The, the, the left hates the idea that you can go anywhere you want, anytime you want. The left, you know, they want they want to own everything. And then maybe loan you some of it every once in a while and take even more of your money. The left wants to reduce first world countries to third world status, like Red China, where everybody rides bikes. You know why? Because nobody can afford cars, and that's what the left wants: tax the living daylights out of everybody so they can't own homes, can't own cars, and we're reduced to bicycles, and everybody wears the same clothing. Oh, you got to get rid of this individualism thing. Got to get rid of the, you know, the like. Uh, uh, it's all about the collective, isn't it? it? You know what all it is? It's communism with a new, new age globalist face and people are too dumb to see the connections between a horrible system of government and society that failed miserably in the Soviet Union and they've put an environmental face on it and they've given new buzzwords like globalism and governance and oh they'll even use the human rights thing we're not talking individual rights though we're talking about a select group of people you know that they want to advance and you know other groups that they don't like they're going to put them down Got nothing to do with human rights. It's got everything to do with advancing this 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 uh, global agenda. That and they really hate individuality. They hate private property. They hate individualism. They hate people working hard and being rewarded for it. Oh no no no! The only people that should be rewarded are people that the state deems worthy. So they hate capitalism, and cars represent capitalism. They hate cars. That's what's at the car. That's what's at the core of all this environmental nonsense that pushes the daylights out of bikes. Cars are the transport of choice. Everybody knows that. If you can afford it, you drive a car. You want to have a bike to have a weekend ride and stay in shape. That's wonderful. More power to you. But bikes replacing cars. Yeah, yeah, pull up your bike to Home Depot and haul home some gyp Rock. Yeah, I want to see that. The left hates it when, you know, the grassroots have economic freedom to choose. If you've got enough money, if you're successful enough, if you've accomplished enough, you have a car. That's your primary mode of transportation. I mean, you read the headlines where they were talking about this, this new law? Oh, we're still driving too many cars. Excuse me, I live in Greeley. And most people have to travel at least, you know, a kilometer or two or maybe even 10 or 20 to their work. What do they expect us to do? I'll tell you what they expect us to do. Oh, no. we See, they don't like private property. They don't like big lots. They don't like homes. They want us all living in little hive-like apartments. Just like Moscow. Just like Beijing. Just like Shanghai. Where you're lucky if a family of three, because they only have one kid in China, can get can score an apartment that's about 400 to 500 square feet. Okay, hey, wasn't it Justin Trudeau that said he admired the efficiency of the Chinese government? And that's where he wants to take us: get us all on bikes. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety one 562 4766 is the is the long distance line. Anywhere in North America, 1-84-562-476. Oh, I gotta be a little more specific. Nah, we don't, that, that, that doesn't work in Mexico. Okay. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That works all over the world. Yeah. Come on, Korea. Wanna hear from you tonight? Come on, Japan. JW Council is the Twitter exchange. This is Late Night Council. Some important messages. And we're right back at you. Stay with us.
1: Our time is here. and It's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byward Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's frozen yogurt, we make you smile.
2: We often hear about the supposed dangers of human-induced climate change. But what about the disastrous consequences of climate policy? For example, the closing of Ontario's coal stations was the single most important cause of the 318% rise in power rates since 2002. Thousands of industrial wind turbines are being erected across the province, killing birds and bats and ruining the lives of people living nearby. The expanded use of biofuels has led to 6.5% of the world's grain going to fuel instead of food. Only 6% of the $1 billion spent every day on climate finance – goes to helping people today. The rest is dedicated to trying to stop climate change that may someday happen. Yet the reports of the non-governmental international panel on climate change show that the science backing the climate scare is highly uncertain. Isn't it time we focused on problems we know to be real? This message is brought to you by ClimateScienceInternational.org.
0: But fix it right the first time. Irwin's out of motion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell him Council sent you. That'll make him smile. Another talk show on radio or online or anywhere in the world that has better tunes than we do. Put you in an exciting frame of mind. Makes you feel like you're making the world a better place. Doesn't it? Does for me. Welcome back to Late Night Council. 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. That is Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766 one 562 4766 is the long-distance line. That's 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com is the email address. Keep it brief. It'll probably get on the line if it's good. And JW Council is the Twitter exchange. I am told by my crew that TuneIn.com has made a bit of a mistake in the last day or two. It could take a day or two to fix They are saying on TuneIn.com that we're on from 10 to midnight. Come on, you guys, smarten up. I'm paying good money to have that show on your service there. The least you can do is get your facts right. We're on from 9 to 11. It's really weird, too. Like, I don't understand this, okay? We made the move to 9 because, you know, we got more. We know there's more people that are listening and are online. and are You know, we have access to a larger audience by going to an earlier time. But tell me how I should interpret this. Anybody got any theories on this? You want to talk about this? I mean, how we do the radio show? I mean, we can get to the news if you want, and I can in just a sec. But uh, uh, since we moved, made the move to 9 o'clock, we got more people listening between 10 and 11 than we do between 9 and 10. I mean, you're listening right now. It's 1025 Eastern Time. And our audience is bigger from ten to eleven than it is from nine to ten. Even though and that's a total reversal. When we were on the corporate radio station, we always had more people listening on the first hour. I don't I don't understand that. I do not know how to interpret that. You know? Kinda weird, huh? Oh, you demographic people, you people that work, you know, at Ipsos Reed or Abacus or some of those polling companies, if you can explain that to us, I'm all ears. I want to hear from you. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390, 562 4766 is the long distance line. And I certainly don't mind because, you know, it's my radio show and nobody's telling me how to do it except listeners. And, you know, when listeners tell me how to do the radio show, I listen. I really do. I'm telling you, you guys got more clout and more authority over this program than you have ever had over the over late night council in the history we've been doing the show. Okay? You guys have got clout. You don't realize the clout that you have. And if I'm not doing something a certain way, then you you tell me about it and you'll get a response. I'll tell you, if I disagree with you, at the very least, you're going to get a response. So having said that, I mean, I don't mind resetting stuff that we talked about in the first uh, hour because, you know, if, if you want to listen to certain parts of podcasts later on, that's fine. But live, live, we know people are coming in and out of the show and uh, uh, because... The live aspect of it if you 're listening live i mean the, the the call in part of it, the email in part of it, just brings so much more life to it so i don 't mind you know resetting some things at the beginning and this is this is I started the program uh, almost like a giddy schoolgirl over brexit. I did not anticipate the brexit vote having the impact on me personally that it has I, you know I, I just get so fed up with the condensation uh, condensation yeah, here. The, Moisture on my windows, the, the the condescending attitude of of the liberal left elite, you know, and you know, like for instance, Hillary Clinton trying to make people think that you know that she's she's the champion of the poor people. This lady's worth hundreds of millions of dollars now. Okay, she lives in absolute luxury all the time, and you know, and Justin Trudeau did the same thing here in Canada, passed himself off as some type of family man. This guy has never had to want for anything in his life. And most liberal elites that are in power are filthy, stinking rich. So when they talk about the common man and their needs, and, you know, looking out for the little guy, it's a total lie. And when I know about their policies, you know, of foisting on stuff that is unproven, their crazy social engineering experiments with gender and with marriage and with climate, And the you know the the, the specious research and uh, you know the questionable uh, 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 the questionable reasons for doing what they're doing with no long term consequences whatsoever. And I haven't even touched on the economy. I'm just talking social programs. I mean, the way these guys borrow money and spend obscene amounts with no thought of paying their bills. So when I see them squirming. When I see them stressed out, when I see them freaking out because a nation is tired of their bureaucratic, liberal, left-wing, elitist, condescending bullcrap and says we want our country back, oh my goodness, you, you talk about putting wind in my sails. In fact, I think this, this, has, this has the potential of being the biggest news story of the year. And it's not even, I know it doesn't involve Canada, but what it says culturally and what it says about democracy and freedom, I don't think the impact of that can be overstated, particularly amongst people who understand what democracy and freedom is and the price that was paid for our liberty and the price that was paid so I could talk online like this without getting arrested. I mean, this is how whacked out the left is. The left want to imprison people that question the cultic doctrine of climate change. It's insane! The left wants to imprison people who are biologically of a certain gender if you don't call them what they want to be called, even though every molecule in their body says they're of a certain gender, they want to imprison you. That's in writing. There's already legislation in Canada that the federal liberals are trying to pass. And this elitist, condescending agenda that is anti-democracy, it's anti-liberty, it's anti-freedom of religion, it's anti-freedom of speech, it's anti-freedom of assembly, it's an affront to you know freedom-loving people worldwide. When it gets its butt kicked, I think we should be out in the street dancing and rejoicing. And I'm having such a good time with this, I forgot that I gotta go to my information interlude. Doesn't matter, my show, I can do what I want. Do you like it? Kind of cool, isn't it? You know, nobody breathing down your. Uh, John, uh, it's ten thirty-one. You gotta go to the news. Well, I respect my audience. They do have some expectations, and we've got some really important stuff coming up in the next two or three weeks. You know, concerning the show. With what we're doing. I'm going on vacation soon, and we have updated the information interlude. There's important stuff, and you gotta hear that stuff, okay? It's really important. I don't want you to miss any of it, okay? So that's what we're gonna do. And then come back with your calls, with your emails, with your tweets. And a really, really happy host tonight. A really happy host. Oh, that's wonderful. I can't get enough of this, man. I'm telling you. Stay with us. <laughs>
1: We'll be
0: So much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at late night Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at JW Council. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Hey, it's time for me to start telling you what we're doing here on the show July 1st to July 15th. Starting Friday, July 1st, we're going to be playing our best shows for two weeks that we've done in the last six weeks since we started this online adventure here at LateNightCouncil.com. Our next live show after July 1st will be Monday, July the 18th. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcasts anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. LateNightCouncil.com Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun, because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 700-4390. 700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region, and one 844 562 That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at com for more details. Uh, Colin, Colin Bernard, okay, he just retweeted C.S. Lewis. Now, C.S. Lewis is dead, obviously, but he, there's somebody tweeting out in his name. And uh, you know what? I'm going to retweet this, okay? So those of you that follow me on Twitter, you are going to um, um, yeah, go to the Twitter account and you'll see the picture here. It's a picture of Bob Newhart. That's doing. It looks like he's doing stand-up comedy. Bob Newhart holding a mic, and here's the caption. Some of you are going to get this, and some of you are going to scratch your head and go, huh, what was that? But you know what? The ones that are going to get this, you're the kind of listeners I like because you just clued in. Nobody's going to be fooling you, man. Like, you're right on the edge. You're right with me here, okay? Here it comes. I don't like country music, but I don't mean to denigrate those who do. And for the people who like country music, denigrate means put down. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Oh my. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety one eight four four five six two four seven six six That's one eight four four. 5624766 Tonight's show has been almost like a celebration of the Brexit vote. I mean, I'm looking at the news this morning you know, over the weekend and you know mainstream media, which is basically, you know, left-wing garbage. Scenes from a broken kingdom. Oh yeah. Yeah, the UK's all messed up now because it didn't vote the way the left-wing elitist wanted it to. And I said at the outset of the show, yeah, broken kingdom? Yeah, I'd rather have a broken kingdom than no kingdom. And and that's, that's why they voted the way they de- in, did in England. They felt like they were losing their country and they were tired of being bullied. A nation tired of climate change idiocy, bureaucratic rigor mortis, Endless, meaningless regulations, tired of being bullied by one world globalist fascists, that they, they finally said, you know, enough is enough here. And all the left-wing pundits and pinheads are going they're going nuts over this. They're blowing gaskets. Justin's upset, Hillary's upset, Barack Obama's upset. Anybody who loves control and sees the common man as a means to their power, okay is freaking out over this, except one guy, Donald Trump. I mean, he sees people as a means of power as well. He's just loving this. He's happy with it. But he's a bit of a freak of politics anyway, isn't he? I I love it when common people, you know, win a victory. You know, when they're tired of being pushed around and bullied and they fight back and they win. Oh, man, that is, boy, there's a movie plot in there somewhere. I think it's wonderful. A broken kingdom. Yeah, would the headline read that? If they had voted to stay in the European Union? Oh, yeah, mainstream media would say, Oh, a wonderful day for England. England votes for unity. England sees its future bright. They were tired of being under the left-wing whack-job thumb of Brussels. looking at and I won't even give her name out cuz she's such a condescending you know twerp how brexiters wove their rabid tale hear that rabid describes them as rabid she's saying that the the brexit agenda was racist stupid and dishonest no it wasn't any of those things it was just what you didn't want cuz you're a left-wing elitist arrogant snot That's got way more authority than you deserve to be able to spew your, you know, bent opinions. Although I should take that back. You know, thank God she's got the right to express her opinions. Just like I got the right to to, to call her out and, you know, expose what she really is. Condescending, Eric, garbage. The rabid far right. I quoted Keith Spicer earlier. You know Keith Spicer? He's a bigwig in Canadian media, CBC, and influenced all kinds of liberal elitist mucky mucks. He's living in Paris, France now. And of course, whenever he wants to write something, mainstream media in Canada just bends over backwards. Oh, oh Keith Spicer. Oh, we got to hear from him. He's so smart. His headline, the headline of his piece, was The Evil Forces Behind Brexit. He called it inbred British paranoia. Yeah, he believed that and he gets away with it. Inbred British paranoia. In other words, the deep deepening the free, sovereign mindset, two 20th century world wars dragged a million British soldiers to their deaths. What, that was Britain's fault? You historical revisionist hypocrite? What a whack job. I, I can't believe people like this have an audience that they don't get called on the carpet for the arrogance. And he says, Prime Minister David Cameron's dumbest move. Listen to this. A guy is supposed to represent the people, okay? It's supposed to be a democracy. Prime Minister David Cameron's dumbest move was calling a referendum, a sure way to make a motion, often fleeting, not ideas, decide Britain's future. Oh yeah, we couldn't have the people decide Britain's future, because they're too dumb, aren't they, Mr. Spicer? Only you liberal elitists, you condescending, arrogant twits, only you think you've got the smarts to be able to decide people's future. Millions of people's future! Oh, we could never put the decision in their hands. See, that's, that's what the liberals really think about people. They're simply peons, you know, to, to, to ensure that they can continue on spending our money and not being held accountable for it on crazy social engineering and scientific, scientific so-called pseudoscientific and climate fiascos. Drives me nuts. Oh, you can't empower people. Oh, no, no, no. Margaret Thatcher, most of the problems the world has faced have come from mainland Europe. <laughs> yeah, second, probably second greatest British prime minister of the 20th century. Anybody want to argue that? Please, I'll take you on. Oh, she's vilified. She's hated by mainstream media and the British press. Oh my goodness, they can't stand her. She was terrific. What a great lady. Ottawa Sun. The Brexit vote to leave European un- the European Union that plunged UK politics, global stock markets, and the British pound into chaos Friday shows what happens when political elites ignore the ordinary people they claim to represent. Oh, can we have that in Canada in some shape or form please please can we please i'm begging god i'm praying for this some opponents of the leave campaign accused it of pandering to racism and sparking anti-EU movements by far-right politicians in France and Netherlands and this is the sun's words they'd be better advised to consider how they became so detached from the people they claimed to represent And I hope the talk of a groundswell, I hope the talk of a domino effect, I hope that is realized because there are eight nations now in the European Union that want referendums now because they've realized, you mean we can get out of this? We don't, I mean, we're not tied to this? This isn't our future? Some bureaucratic left-wing elitist that's condescending and arrogant, making decisions for my lives that I will never see and I can't, and nobody holds this person to accountable? You mean we can break out of this bondage? Darn right we want a referendum. Bring it on. And anti-fury brought it home quite well, okay? He Canadianized this whole story beautifully. Justin Trudeau's global cocktail circuit shtick is suddenly out of favor. Well, at least it is in Britain. And maybe, maybe this is the signal that it's going to start dying a death in, in Europe as well. The United Kingdom and the European Union in the eyes of many residents, became multi- multilateralism at its worst. Instead of historically strong countries proudly defending their values on the world stage, they became besaged with a moral relativism that let the lowest common denominators of policy and culture triumph throughout the Union. And that's at the core of the Trudeau Doctrine and the wind Doctrine, moral relativism. There's no difference of right or wrong, it's whatever we say it is today. And we might change our minds tomorrow, and we want to make sure we've ensured in our laws that we can change our minds tomorrow. After we've wreaked havoc on society, after we become morally bankrupt and economically bankrupt, we still want to be able to call the shots without, you know, the peons, the voters, getting in the way. And at least in Ontario, we keep voting these people in. We keep empowering them. We keep letting them walk all over us, take our money, squander it with nothing to show for it, And rushes quicker to the road to bankruptcy. The Detroitification of not just the province now, now the nation. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's 343 4390 that's 1-844-562-4766. If you want to send me an email, you got to send it right now. Right now. We're running out of time. i got one segment left, and it's a short one. Because I've had quite a time celebrating tonight. I mean, there's a couple times where I haven't even... I've ignored the clock I've been so on tonight. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And Twitter, JWCouncil. And we're right back after these bill-paying messages. Stay with us.
1: Summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byward Market and 3091 Stranherd Drive in Barhaven.
0: And headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's out of motion. 34, Cleopatra. Tell them council sent you. That'll make him smile.
2: We often hear about the supposed dangers of human-induced climate change. But what about the disastrous consequences of climate policy? For example, the closing of Ontario's coal stations was the single most important cause of the 318% rise in power rates since 2002. Thousands of industrial wind turbines are being erected across the province, killing birds and bats and ruining the lives of people living nearby. The expanded use of biofuels has led to 6.5% of the world's grain going to fuel instead of food. Only 6% of the $1 billion spent every day on climate finance – goes to helping people today. The rest is dedicated to trying to stop climate change that may someday happen. Yet the reports of the non-governmental International Panel on Climate Change show that the science backing the climate scare is highly uncertain. Isn't it time we focused on problems we know to be real? This message is brought to you by (music) ClimateScienceInternational.org. Oh, 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 oh,
0: Candace Malcolm had the best headline today. Just brilliant. Actually, you know, I don't mind giving her Twitter handle out. Candace Malcolm. C-A-N-D-I-C-E. Malcolm. You want to let her know she got some run on late night council tonight? You want to tell her she did a great job? Saturday's paper. Best headline on the whole Brexit affair. The Western world is freer, and the elites hate it. <laughs> I just love that. I, I, I don't, You know what? I don't get tired of mentioning that comment, that headline. I, it just. It's wonderful. A clear majority of U.K. voters chose to reestablish sovereignty and independence over the European Union's tight bureaucratic grip. They chose an elected government in London over international mandates from Brussels. Oh, look, God, start it here, please. The idea of an economic union in Europe was appealing in theory. In practice, however, freer trade became, freer trade came bundled with a legion of bureaucrats, endless regulation and top-down social engineering. And that's what the left is all about, big government. I love the line Ronald Reagan used before the, Got smart and elected him president down south. Said government's not the solution. Government's the problem. And that's what it is in Canada. That's what it is in the European Union. And lo and behold, if a bunch of people didn't smart, they woke up and they realized it. And they said, we can do something about this. And they did it. Counter to the very purpose of the European Union, Europe's economic power has waned significantly over the past few decades. Instead, insiders and special interest groups built an overbearing and undemocratic political machine. I mean, that's what's going on here in Canada. You don't have good governance going on. You don't have efficiency. You don't have more bang for the buck. you got a great big political machine. Undemocratic, overbearing, wanting to control every part of our lives. I guess the British voter must be much more clued into reality than, than Canada is. Quoting Candace Malcolm here, the European Union has become a modern dystopia, wielding far too much power and failing to deliver on its basic economic promises. Yeah, I remember one of Trudeau's promises, what, he made like two or 300 of them in the election. Yeah, we, we expect to run mild deficits, you know, for the four years that we're in power. Probably $10 billion. Yeah, try thirty. You doofus. I mean, you have earned the nickname SpongeBob Trudeau, buddy. And the same elitist, overbearing, political machine, okay? The same legion of bureaucrats, the same endless regulation and top-down social engineering that is the hallmark of the European Union, do I have to remind you that that very same anti-freedom elitist agenda is what is at the core of the Justin Trudeau political doctrine and the Kathleen Wynne political doctrine and the Dalton McGuinty political doctrine? No difference at all. I don't know. Maybe Maybe this is people who love freedom and people who know what deception is Maybe this is maybe this is answered prayer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind talking about it though. I hate people being lied to. I hate people being deceived. I hate people being ripped off and having their money squandered. But then again, it's hard to be sympathetic for you know the voters of Ontario and Canada because they're not paying attention. They're not clued in. They don't care. They've allowed this to happen. These people wouldn't have microphones to speak into. They wouldn't have the ability to take our money if we hadn't empowered them. It's what you get when you don't pay attention. Well, in England, they paid attention. In England, they realized what was going on. And they realized that, you know what, we could do something about this. The line must be drawn here. We've got to stop this now. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. Is it on your fridge with magnets yet? Is it on? Is it on one of your sticky notes that you stick to your like bulletin board where your phone is? One eight four four five six two four seven six six. That's one eight four four five six two four seven six six. Let it be a part of your life, folks. Memorize the numbers, so you can join and fix all the problems by eleven, and be part of the grassroots revolution that leads this country to a better place. Have yourself a delightful evening. Thanks for joining in. TuneIn.com. They're telling people that you know we're we're ten to midnight, but you know better, don't you? Okay, it's nine to eleven. See you tomorrow night. Good night.